Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Co-directors Emily Van Empt and Maya Duverdier, illuminating documentary film Dreaming Walls, takes us inside the legendary Chelsea Hotel, an icon of the 1960s counterculture and a haven for famous artists and intellectuals, including Patti Smith, Janis Joplin, the superstars of Warhol's Factory, Leonard Cohen, Bob Dylan, so many others. It, uh, it's an iconic structure. It's currently undergoing an extensive renovation, and that is really where the film centers on this transition that this hotel is going through, as well as the people inside, as well as the culture, the history, so much more. We're joined today by the co-directors of the film, Dreaming Walls, Inside the Chelsea Hotel, and that would be Amelie Van Emt and Maya Duverdier. To both of you, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you so much. Uh, I gosh, I just can't tell you how much I love this documentary and how emotionally involving this film is. Not something I would have expected going into it. The fact you were able to pull us in, not only to the history of of the hotel, but also the people who are who are still there. And I'll get into some of the more colorful characters as we as we move along in our conversation. But Tell me a little bit about what inspired this. How did this become part of your projects in terms of making this documentary film? I'll start with you, uh, Amelie. How would you? Yeah, well, actually, we were together in New York with Maya for my previous feature film, The Elephant and the Butterfly, that was screened in Tribeca in the 21st Street. So we were walking along street and we discovered um, the Chelsea Hotel that we knew because when we were younger, Maya offered me the book of uh, Patti Smith, Just Kids. So we recognized the building and we really wanted to, to enter. We were a bit, you know, fascinated by the place. And when we entered, we met one of the characters, Mel Lister, uh, the choreographer. And she invited us, uh, I mean, we invited us, her to her, the screening and she invited us in return to a room and uh, we discovered the, the situation of the Chelsea, the transformation of the hotel. And that's where we started to think of making a film ca- capture this moment in time of the hotel, of those people. And, and this big change, you know, of the Chelsea as a refuge being transformed into luxury place. And we knew that there was something to be done about that. So, so, so but it was not a per- an idea we had. We really encountered the place and the people and we started from them from the situation and little by little getting to know them, getting their trust and their confidence, we started to think about making a film. But yeah. we really, you know, never knock on doors. We didn't want it to capture the history. We really wanted to be very respectful to the place, to the people who live there. Yeah. Um, Maya, what was your first impression of the, the hotel when you walked in? I know it's in the midst of, of reconstruction and remodeling, but what was the impression you have of the of the hotel the first time you walked in? First, I can talk about this amazing architecture that is really striking and that is unique in New York. I think there is no other hotel or place like that. So it was fascinating. But of course, when we really entered uh, the place, seeing all the chaos of the construction, like all the myths and uh, images we had kind of disappeared, you know, and to, to let place of the real actual Chelsea Hotel. So I, I think I was really 
struck by by the the situation and to see all these people still living there and old people also i think this also really amazed me to see the 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 kind of 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 people who are now living in the chelsea because maybe we were thinking that we would meet i don't know young uh, artists or you know yeah, and yeah. it was not the case and it was even better i mean for me the surprise was even better than what i could have imagined i think Amelie, in terms of the cinematic metaphor that really is taking place right in front of you, it's going through this major reconstruction, remodeling effort to modernize it and update it. And you and yet you have this living history of the people who were there going back decades. What a what a wonderful kind of happy accident uh, for 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 filmmakers in, in terms of did you know that right away? Did you get that sense? that you were going to be able to kind of play off of this idea of the old with with this kind of new version of the Chelsea? Yeah, this was quite obvious uh, in the way we wanted to make the film. We knew we wanted to make a film in the present time, but, you know, as everything was kind of frozen because the construction took so long and we had also to play with a lot of different kind of format from the archive we had, we were like, okay, let's do an intemporal film. We will we'll be like very playful you know let's let's keep playful with the place with the time and because for us the history of the Chelsea is a cycle that never finishes you know and always renew itself so we wanted to give that this feeling to the audience uh, of wandering in the place as they were there yesterday you know and yeah. it was uh, the way we wanted to to build the, the, the film. You mentioned you both I think were you had an impression of the history of the Chelsea Hotel what was that? His, what did you think, about, uh, either one or both of you can chime in here, in terms of what did you know? Did you know the kind of the rock and roll history, the artist history, the Andy Warhol history? What did you know walking up to the hotel as you... Yeah, I, um, as Amelie maybe told you before, we 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 read uh, Paddy Smith's book. So this was our okay. introduction to, to this place like 10 years ago. I offered the book to Amelie, so it was already in our minds. But it's true to say that as a lot of people, I think we were focused on the on the 60s and the 70s and of, yeah, on, on the rock and roll things. And, and something that we, we were really surprised is to discover the whole history of this place, like it was built in the 19th, at the end of the 19th century, that it was really a utopian uh, idea behind this building. So we discovered that all, all the hidden part of the iceberg and, and it was uh, fascinating. It was, yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah. We learned a lot because it's a bit like the story of New York, you know, like you have an idea and then you discover you live through it. And, you know, the, the Chelsea was such a place where there was a real mixity. And then what we really discovered is that this Leonard Cohen and Bob Dylan or Patti Smith emerges because all of those people were living there, you know, they were the fertile soil that 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 give the possibility to those great people to to emerge also and that that's also why we wanted to pay tribute to them you know to, and to keep traces of their existence because there won't be this, this mixity again in the chelsea hotel now you will not be able to rent a room if you are a young artist with no money you know and this is going to change a lot of the history of the hotel yeah. for the future i mean because it's a bit like uh, maybe you know uh, the Sarah Schulman book, the gentrification of the mind. It's this idea of replacing 
um, people's existence by other. They are linear and look the same. And so you, you lose all the inventivity, the creativity the, that really created those names that you are just mentioning, you know, those great names that we still live with, you know, they are still so strong because, you know, it's a whole atmosphere that can create great people like that. And this yeah. is so important to maintain or even to think about if the people that will see the film, they will be like, okay, okay, those, all the great ideas that were, you know, invent also emerges because there was this mixity of different kind of people from social classes and from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to keep this alive in the city. You know, yeah. that's what makes the city great to us. Mm -hmm. So I love the fact that you point out that the the architecture of the building is from the 19th century. It's something that I, you know, I just did not know until I saw your film. And that gives us this historic resonance that 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 really permeates the film. I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with the co-directors of this wonderful documentary film called Dreaming Walls Inside the Chelsea Hotel. And that would Amelie van Empt, as well as Maya Duverdier. And um, it is coming out through Magnolia Pictures, uh, re being released on July 8th in theaters. Be looking for this. It's one of the best films that I've seen so far this year. Because as I said to you earlier, you captured this remarkable sense of not only the architecture, but of this almost mythical, spiritual vibe to this place. The You mentioned the people, it's the architecture, it's the blend of it, it's the history, it's Stanley Bard. It's the it's the the kind of as it carries through uh, to today, and it's filmed in. It feels like a dream, and uh, let me talk a little bit about sort of the technique that you use as as filmmakers in making the film. I want to compliment your cinematographer uh, mm -hmm. that just did a wonderful job in kind of capturing all of these different images, and the, the juxtaposing of the the new construction and the outside of the building and then inside and how everything is sort of playing out. How did you hit on this idea that you wanted to tell it as, as kind of a dream, as sort of a reflection of a dream in some way? Am I being accurate when I say it that way? Is that a, yeah, is that a fair way to put it? Completely. No, for us, the Chelsea at first is also a place where you have a room of your own, you know, like the concept of Virginia Woolf, the room of one's own, where you can enter, have a room to create and dream. So it's really was an idea that drove us to through all the film, this idea that everybody could have a room to create. So that's why the, the dreaming part came since the beginning. And also this idea of, you know, following the big names to, to make it, you know, so to put your dream, to give to your dream a kind of a reality, you know, between walls. So that really came out of this, uh, this idea of making the film that we were driven and also by all the mythology that we had in mind. And, you know, it's so special to be in this place where so much people uh, from the American history of art, yeah. you know, it's, um, yeah. I, I would say also that our characters, I think in their own way, they are all dreamers in the good mm -hmm. way, you know, but they are really, I mean, they are grounded sometimes, but they have also this faculty of, going in their bubble and, and we really wanted to, to play with this also as we did, for example, with uh, Suzanne Kleinsinger, the painter. So we really played the, the idea of the bubble and she was in her own world with her husband. And they are always creating worlds or creating stories also mm -hmm. about the place, about themselves. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they, they dream and we were really led by their dreams too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
as I was watching the film, as we went along, by the time we get to the end, it just, I felt like the film sort of enveloped me in, in the sense of what you were trying to accomplish. It felt like, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, Batina is the living embodiment in so many ways of what I've been talking about and what I feel like the film is about. What an amazing, first of all, the way you shot her, but what an amazing kind of person or character, if that's the right way to put it, she is. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about her. Yeah, no, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I mean, I just can say maybe first that that the the let's say radical choice we made to to put her only at the end of the film was really something that that we we really thought about it because it was not easy in the editing to to make this choice but but i think it was i mean she's so symbolic of the whole history of this place she's like really uh, carrying all the all all the comment the, the heritage of the place but still she's walking and she's the first one going outside also. So yeah, yeah she, she's, she, she's the whole metaphor for me of the mm. film, of yeah. the place. And she, she's such an amazing person, mm. you know, she, it's a bit like a Louise Bourgeois to yeah. us. Like she, she kept creating whatever she was refused to many places mm. uh, when she was a young artist. She's a real feminist, you know, she says with a, with a lot of humor, you mm. know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you this is much more better than a man, you know, and she really says, frankly, I didn't want it to have children because I wanted to, to create. And for us also this discourse that we don't often hear, maybe much more now, but for a person of our age, like yeah. also for yeah. the young generation to see that, okay, making art is also a choice. And, you know, and yeah. she really assumes mm-hmm. so much and she didn't care about recognition. She was she's just busy with creating and, and keep creating. You, you can see she's surrounded by her own piece of art, you know, and we were amazed for, for us. It was a, love you know so much great love we felt for her and such a great you know connection to her like that yeah as you said she really embodied the idea of what the chelsea could offer to to one artist you know it's a beautiful way to end the film it's such a beautiful it's the whole thing just everything about it um well congratulations to both of you for your work here it's just remarkable and congratulations on martin scorsese being a part of the uh, as executive producer all of it well deserved this is again one of the best films i've seen all year and i my my hats off to you for creating something that I, in some ways was completely unexpected but beautifully done and uh, so thank you so much thank again you. the film is called Dreaming Walls Inside the Chelsea Hotel, and we've been talking with the co-directors, Amelie Van Empt and Maya Duverdier. To both of you, thank you so very much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Music